0: Okay, so now we just need an intro. Uh, Something like...
1: Friendly sparring with Leo and Joes. Friendly sparring. The friendliest sparring with Leo and Joes. Friendly sparring. That's it.
0: Ah, All right, cool. Let's start the show. Yep. Welcome. To the friendly sparring podcast. The podcast where one of us is drinking Prosecco because uh some people at his company got laid off and it was a very sad day. And the other one of us is drinking fucking LaCroix. And I'll let you guess which one is which.
1: Yeah, take a guess, brother.
0: My name is Prosecco. I mean Juice. Oh and This shit. is my co-host Lacroix. i mean Le- Leo.
1: Lacroix, yeah. <laughs> hey, by the way, this is the best Lacroix. I know a lot of people shit on Lacroix and like um, flavored sparkling waters, but lemon uh, limoncello of Lacroix is phenomenal.
0: I haven't had the limoncello. But, you know, I really do like the Pamplemousse. Yeah, I, like I mean, the, um... I mean,
1: classic, classic. Yeah. Pamplemousse is the Pamplemousse is like
0: one of the yeah, better ones. Yeah, I but, do like some of the memes are funny, like, you know, like, oh, it looks like, you know, you had the, I forget what they said, like, it's like, like, you like fruit want whispered, that's... yeah, yeah, exactly, whispered something like that, it.
1: but honestly, Lemoncello is like fucking ice cold is so good, I say, like, it has to be ice cold, it it's has to be ice cold, temp. and it is like, literally like, Italy's in my mouth, like for real. Like, so <laughs> you know good.
0: what? I, you know what I kind of hate about uh, La Croix is that for the longest time, you look at it, it's got like a French spelling, and I was like, "Oh, La Croix, La Croix, or whatever."
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And you go, like, I was fucking arguing with my sister about it, and she was like, "It's La Croix," and I was like, "Fuck out of here with that bullshit." And you go on their website, and they're like, "It's La Croix." Yeah, don't get it wrong. Don't get C R O Y. Yeah, <laughs> I was like fuck you dude
1: oh man but hey listen it's good we're here juice i just um i just recently watched uh this movie called dead ringers yesterday um bro you tell me about that and i
0: was like fuck i need to watch that
1: dude okay so here's the thing um i watched you know you and i are both um are both actors and like jeremy irons plays plays uh, a set of twins that like fall in love with this woman and then the, and then they both become drug addicts and like like heroin addicts dude and like for real for real like halfway through the movie i was like had I, I, my head i was like could i do that like for for i was like man it was tough dude jeremy arms was going through it in that movie like for real like amazingly going through it and uh yeah, it was a it was a good it's a Cronenberg because I had just watched Scanners like a two two or three nights before that and I was like, what the fuck is this movie? It was very strange. But then this uh our friend, our friend of the podcast, friend of us for a long time, dots until uh, the told me to yeah. watch this one. So uh yeah, weird movie. Uh I highly recommend it to anyone that fucking if anybody doesn't think Jeremy Irons fucks after this movie, you can definitely think that Jeremy Irons fucks because he does. Like for real.
0: Do you mean like Hawks? Yeah. Or you yeah, mean he, like his acting?
1: I mean it's both, to be honest <laughs> with you. Yeah, dude. To be on, like like yeah, it's I can't think of a lot of actors that could pull off a performance that he did with that shit. Playing twins and like doing it very well. Anyway, um uh yeah, man. Uh how you been? How's uh how has production life been outside of these you know, I mean, work life seems pretty sad, but how's, uh, yeah, how's.
0: I, I mean, but other than that, I... like, you know, the play's going well, it is like, it's crunch time and yep. I'm kind of like, are we fucking ready? And part of that is me, like being a little shaky on my lines kind of, and like certain things. And like, I haven't, we haven't done a bunch of run throughs with cautions, but we have like a seven, eight hour rehearsal on Saturday. I could that's have made that gets. up, by the way. I don't even. That's <laughs> well, last Saturday sense. I had to miss because I was sick, which is another thing. Which, like, if I was there, I would have, I would probably feel better about like where we're at. Mm-hmm. But uh, last last week was supposed to be, let's see, ten to six. But I was called eleven, so it was like seven hours mm-hmm. for me, and some people were there eight hours. So like that's why, and I think we have a similar schedule this Saturday. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah. <sighs> And I was like, like usually when you have a a, a a schedule like that, they're like, oh, we're gonna order pizza or whatever. It's usually always pizza, but they're like, oh, we'll get food or whatever. And uh, at the close rehearsal yesterday, the director was like, make sure to bring snacks for the day.
1: We <laughs> I can't like, afford to feed all you. I was like,
0: to be fair, this is a large cast in terms of like, yeah, the, there's an ensemble of kids. Oh, and like I don't know, I'm gonna be maybe with well, it's it's hard cause like you can't bring food like that around kids. I was gonna say like with the adults and they're like, "Hey, let's go in on some pies or whatever," but like, um,
1: also hard kombuchas. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: although
1: that's hey, so I funny! Like, up.
0: I'm so mad too. Like, um, the other thing I had to miss out on was, oh, <laughs> we haven't talked about this. So over the weekend, I was sick. Yeah. You can still kind of hear it in my voice, A although bit, yeah. some of that is the prosecco. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Okay. Um. Okay. Um what's it called you were sick sick had to call out a rehearsal and then i was kind of feeling better i was like "Mm." so i was i was i was sick the morning of the rehearsal and i was just like it's not good i I don't want to infect the cast like i'm not feeling well i called out a rehearsal that night one of the members of the cast was hosting a halloween party turns out their their husband is like a fucking hedge fund guy or something and like shouldn't be said with any they have a huge ass house like someone uh one of my friends sent me a snapchat of like he was like, i'm inside their gym and oh, it was wow. like a gymnasium
1: oh like, i was
0: like it legit looked like they were in like at a high school somewhere with a gym and i was like that's in their fucking house dude yeah. i was like I like the most fomo i've ever felt in my life obviously yeah like like sometimes you get that and you're like, ah, oh, but it's okay because like everything is for a reason. I was like, no, yeah. fuck this. If anything, so, just a
1: gawk. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and so because because I was sick and I was like, it's a bad luck if I go to the 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 party. I decided to stay home and take an edible. I was mm. like, mm, oh, that's
1: right, that's right. Yeah, yeah that is. Ju- right. Yeah, I'm sorry, yeah. juice suit. Yeah.
0: Yeah, juice zooted.
1: Yeah. I... Zoot juice.
0: Here's the thing: <laughs> I had these cookies that were like 50 milligrams per cookie. I didn't eat the whole cookie on purpose, right? Like my, my friend had like taken half of one Uh um, and said it was really strong. And I was like, let me take a half of a half. Yep. I took a quarter, which, you know, mathematically, theoretically, half of a half of 50 milligrams, 12.5.
1: Zoot juice. Yeah.
0: Either, either that turned out to be way too much or the quarter I have happened to contain more THC than the rest of it. Like I don't fucking know. This shit was strong and it hit me like a ton of bricks. And I was like, oh my God. And then my heart started racing. And we have like a little one of those little heart monitors that you can put on your finger, like check your oxygen or whatever. That's the fucking worst.
1: Yeah.
0: It was at like 150. And then when I look, you know, when I I look at it, yeah, that makes your anxiety spike more. It jumped to 160. Dang. I was like, oh. So it was like 160, 162 at like the highest. And I was like, I was like trying to calm down. I was trying not to look at it. But then I was like, Yo, like this isn't help. Like, I I, 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 jumped in a cold shower. I was like, cold shower can lower your heart rate. Let me just go in there. It didn't fucking work. I also did wasn't in there that long. I fucking was like, this I can't last. Like this, I won't be. I won't last. And I, I, so I called nine one one and got an ambulance to the fucking ER. And they were like, yeah, it's just a panic attack. You're just fucking high, bro. And I was like
1: fuck you damn dude for real holy shit that's what happened because yeah. I, I remember the text that came back you're like you don't even know wow oh i th-
0: i thought for sure maybe it's because we're I, I don't know i thought for sure i said i'm going to the er uh anyway no it was fucking bad or maybe i just like i text you when it started to get bad and then i text you later on when i was fine and didn't realize to kind of catch you up but no it was bad i was like you know i was in a bad way but like by the time
1: yeah dude it was pretty pretty intense yeah yeah may oh you know what maybe i didn't, I didn't listen to your <laughs> i didn't listen to your full uh message
0: oh i sent a voice message yeah definitely don't play it on the podcast but i thought for sure at one point I. no said no that.
1: you said holy shit i stopped watching because i really took these really strong edibles and they hit and i'm freaking out and then Dylan, <laughs> I call him Dylan, uh, Dave Ale <laughs> was like, can you sleep on the devil's lettuce? Maybe a little nap would help. And then I said, good luck, Juice. And then thanks. <laughs> and then you sent the voicemail. I didn't, I'm not going to play it. But then my response on Saturday was Zoot Juice. And you just said, bruh. And that was <laughs> it. I had no idea yeah, this happened over the I'm, weekend.
0: I'm pretty sure you probably just didn't listen to the voice message. Because I'm pretty sure in there I said that. Because like he was like, can you sleep with me? Maybe, maybe you should take a nap. Because I think at that point, I was like, well, maybe I did. Because I was at the emergency room for like, based on time. So, like, I remember when I called. I wonder if it says in my call history, actually. Because I literally called 911. I don't know if I've like called 911 before. Yeah, 642. So, I remember getting, well, I don't know. So, because of that, they probably got there. I probably got to the. Around seven or so, let's say. And I ended up leaving like after ten. Were you so I high? was there. Were you
1: high at the hospital? Hell
0: yeah, bro. Mm. Hell yeah, bro. I was like I was high the whole time. Um yeah. I was like three hours into it. I was I was so high. I was kind of I was kind of funny with one of the male nurses too. Nice. I was like, I feel very safe with you.
1: I feel very safe. And I also have a podcast that talks about pegging. And if you yeah. like pegging
0: yeah and i was like check it out and i I was saying the, the dude's name because he was like you know hi i was like insert name i won't say his name but i was like you're my angel or whatever wow <laughs> uh, i was like for fuck's sake um so high but yeah no i was cool. what what was gonna say about whether or not you can take a nap to dave l's point um i literally was there for probably three hours and i remember not feeling like that so maybe i dozed off at one point Mm. um which probably helped but they gave me some stuff to like calm me down probably made me take a nap and like help with the nausea which i was trying to like I remember in the past having bad edible experiences, (laughs) which is funny one of the nurses is like, oh, I think when we get into our 30s, it's a sort of a rite of passage to have a bad edible experience. And I was like, my toxic trait is that this is not my first bad edible
1: experience. (laughs) But
0: but, um, I remember in the past, like if you if if you're feeling, you know, really fucking rocked by an edible, if you throw up, it helps because it kind of gets it out of your system. Yeah. Before I called nine one one, that was one of the things I tried. Like you know, culture stuff that I, I like. I literally got like a bucket that I was going to puke into, and it was like yeah.
1: I tried to make
0: myself throw up, Cute. and it wasn't happening. Yeah, so it wasn't happening. I got nauseous, but like I didn't throw up, and like
1: wow,
0: someone's probably gonna DM me and be like you didn't do it right. <laughs> no, <laughs> okay, no, whatever. Because wow. I'm not, I'm not a fucking. I don't make myself throw up. But anyway, yeah. um, yeah, yeah, it was it was no bueno, and no. yeah, um, I was I there mean, for a while.
1: You know, speaking of being high on a Saturday night, uh, the UFC fights were also on Saturday.
0: Yeah, so I um,
1: <laughs> so
0: I th- I tweeted about this. I I deleted the tweet too because like pe- I get mad too. Like a lot of my tweets it. lately have been getting like zero engagement, bro. I've mm. been like, I mean, like I always think about like some people like say like I've heard I've seen people tweet before like maybe I'm shadow banned. None of my tweets are getting likes. I'm like. Maybe your tweets aren't that good, wow. and now it's happening to me. I'm like, ah,
1: like no, the you're fucking algorithm.
0: The algorithm is burying me. But like, bruh, I tweeted something that had that to this point has zero likes. Fucking Paulo Costa tweeted about the about Usada, and you can see the mm-hmm. secret juice on the table. I quote tweeted, tagged Usada, and I said, "Test the secret juice." Zero likes. Absolutely zero likes. So I do feel yeah. like the algorithm is fucking me. But anyway, um. Well, as evidenced by the fact we don't have any fucking um, questions. questions in the forum. But I, I tweeted that, and people started like liking and responding right away. I was like, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Deleted the tweet, <laughs> and like a c- c- couple people reached out and like wanted to make sure I was okay, which I do appreciate. But I think the tweet was something like, a friend of mine.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: I was like, got, got rocked by an and missed the fights. <laughs> and... uh This happened, I'm trying to remember like when it happened. This is
1: when we went on that triad, uh, that thing where you're just like, my toxic trait is that I (laughs) I still don't fast forward through commercials so I get an experience. Yes,
0: yes, yes. And I was
1: like, that's toxicity.
0: And you know what it is, honestly? I usually do. I was just fucking lazy. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) I literally was like, I think I was also multitasking. I might have been working. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, you know what? Just I don't want to fast on. forward. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just, just I literally like looked at the remote and
1: I was like, nah. Just keep them on. Who <laughs> cares? If I have to see Dom and fucking um Forrest fucking that commercial 90,000 times.
0: Oh my god, for fuck's sake.
1: Anyway. The the prelims on this card were great. Uh either a finisher or I think one of them just didn't end in a finish. Um, that was the Cody Durden and um Carlos Mota. Um,
0: wait, that didn't end in a finish.
1: Mm-mm. Just ended in a decision.
0: Oh, yeah. that's right, bro. I saw somebody tweet someone who I'm not a fan of.
1: Okay. And what's it called? Yeah. Riveting um,
0: stuff. Riveting stuff, yeah.
1: And what? Someone tweeted something you didn't like. No. Someone you didn't like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm keeping this alive and well. You are. I'm
0: sorry. I'm sorry. You're I got, fine, a, dude. got a message from somebody that was important. Anyway, oh, yeah. oh, wow. dude. Anyway, dude. Um. <laughs>
1: I can see the reflection of your glasses. You're rubbing your penis on your phone. So Stop! <laughs> that's you're not. Don't lie, don't lie to people. Don't lie. Don't, don't lie lying. because it might be facts. Straight line, dude. I saw you do the penis in the that's prosecco. A joke, yeah. dude. I did not <laughs> do my penis in the prosecco. Penis echo, we got it. Can
0: you imagine that oh, that'd be a great um thing to try? Okay. Like, you're like drinking some prosecco. And almost like, sucky dick. Dip it in there. Hey, you want yeah. some Bicycle? Oh, wow. Get
1: off the tip. <laughs> you thing. don't drink it. Okay, Get cool. it from the tap. Get yeah. it from the tap. Get it from the tip. Stupid. Okay. Anyway, What are we talking about? Oh, someone the Mota. Tweeted, yeah.
0: Oh, not tweet. We're talking about the, the fight went to decision?
1: Yeah, but we also talked about... You just said that somebody tweeted someone that I didn't like. Oh,
0: yes, yes, yes. About Carlos Mota. They were like, mm. No they tweeted something. I mean, it wasn't that like I had a problem with the tweet. I just don't like this person. Yeah. As a matter of fact, for a while I had them blocked and I was just like, mm. you know what? people kept quote tweeting them. And I was like, I can't fucking see the tweet. It's so annoying. And they were like, they're being real cagey. they were like, wait till it comes out about what, what he had to go through during this fight camp. And fucking Aaron I was like, well,
1: <laughs> we're waiting.
0: Yeah. And he was like, Oh, we cut 21 pounds in, in one day or whatever. And I was like, don't care. Um, but anyway, I mean, yeah. yeah, no, that uh, that fight was sad because like people love uh, Carlos Mota from the timeline, and mm-hmm. uh, Cody Durden is a fucking racist piece of shit. Yeah, I
1: thought so. I thought I thought it by the way he fought. Uh, but also there was a no fight that you don't that. remember. That's the
0: guy that was like, oh Chinese people or whatever. Not China, he was oh, like, he t- but t- he was yeah. like go back
1: to your country or whatever. Oh, that's right. Yeah, what a yeah. fucking idiot. Yeah. Um, there was that Christian Rodriguez Joshua Weems fight. That was the the beginning of it. Um can't damn, I'm trying to remember that fight specifically. Oh, I name. remember
0: that fight specifically. You know why? Because first of all Josh Weems had like colorful hair and I always remember Oh that. yeah.
1: It was pretty So what's his name? Um Chris. Uh Who? Ugly Joe. Ugly Joe had Oh, cool that's clothes.
0: right. He had the blue and the green. Yeah, no, yeah. No, dude,
1: he, it was a rainbow. It was really cool. Oh, was it
0: a rainbow? Yeah. yeah. I know I liked it. And you, and you know it's I, I remember
1: clowning on Ugly Joe
0: until Ugly Man Joe until he went on Rhino Show. And he explained mm-hmm. the nickname, and he was just so cool. I was like, all right, I fuck with you, Ugly Man Joe.
1: And you know, normally I would be like, uh, eh, this rainbow hair. And obviously, like, I, I've talked shit about um, Sean O'Malley, but, like, it looks pretty good in a braid.
0: Yeah, it does. And, um, no, Josh Weems, they were like, Josh Weems getting the late notice call-up from Dana White Contender Series. One last of his eight fights by submission, and they were like, "He's looking to take it to the ground." And as soon as it did, Christian Rodriguez was like, "All right, well, I'm gonna choke you out yeah, now." Oh, yeah, like, exactly. lost submission. I was like, "Fuck <laughs> you, Weems."
1: Damn. I mean, it happens, you know. It definitely like, happens. But I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna take mine. And then there was Christian was like, "You're not gonna take anything." Yeah um i love that we just started
0: going right in. we didn't even say like leo and i before recording we we're like let's just talk about every fight and yeah because that's cause what you know we're what doing they
1: were, they were pretty good and like i mean i'm gonna i'm gonna jump to the the steve garcia chase hooper uh man chase got fucking mauled <laughs> by steve 100 uh, percent.
0: that was like steve gave no fucks
1: yeah he just kept marching forward punched him in the fucking face chase dropped Robert him like down. four yeah. times yeah it was like, pretty bro. pretty intense uh, I, yeah, I mean, Steve did a great job, you know, I feel like Chase, I feel like Chase will be good. It's just like, you, I wonder if he'll ever move camps. Uh,
0: maybe. I mean, he seems like a kid who's like open to different things and yeah. like he went to with Ben Ashgren at one point, which is like, Hey man, if you know, your weakness is striking why train with Ben Asgard?
1: yeah
0: although i think it was like to film some content and then just happened to train also when he was there but at yeah. the same time like go to somewhere like i think chase hooper would benefit and it's not that far from him i feel like we said this about um uh, someone else too i think it was Song Yedong or something mm-hmm. go to aka bro yeah he's in washington i think mm-hmm. take the fucking six seven eight nine hour journey whatever it is down yeah. to San Jose American Kickboxing Academy. They have a great wrestling program with Daniel Cormier, so you can still get that. And Javier Mendez is slick with the kickboxing. You need to figure that shit out. Yeah.
1: Cause uh cause his ground game is no joke. I mean, it can be. I mean, you know, it's just he just got brought rocks on But his striking
0: companies. game is a joke.
1: Yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> Big joke. Um Moving on, love, to we don't
0: usually more. say the inverse of like, oh, man, his, his he's no joke, but I'm like, oh yeah, well he's a joke. Yeah, someone's yeah. a joke. Yeah, yeah he definitely
1: is. Yeah, he's definitely a haha. But anyway, um, uh, we're moving on to Ugly Man Joe Holmes versus uh the Iron Turtle. Young, the Iron Turtle, and Iron, Iron Turtle Park. did it again. You
0: know, bro, I really like this guy, and I like I yeah. said, I do really like Ugly Man Joe too. So it was hard. I also, what, I, I, don't...
1: I, I I was hard. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, I love that for you. Yeah, I was <laughs> um, hard during this fight bro i heard first of all the fight was incredible and it was like you know kind of back and forth grappling and then he got yeah. the choke, which was nice um but i remember not paying much attention to the aftermath mm-hmm. and when i say aftermath i mean like post-fight like celebration mm-hmm. and, and interview and that whole thing like literally anything that happens once the ref calls it yeah and um i heard on a, a podcast it was a co-main event live chat they were talking about how he was celebrating with his coach and they were trying to, like, stop that or whatever. He was crying oh, or something. Oh, yeah, 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 And it turns out their friend had been a victim of some crash in Seoul, South Korea. Oh, wow. And I was like, yo, someone messed up there. And I don't even know, because I didn't see it. I just heard about it. So I don't even know where to identify. But the question came up of, like, I guess the translator they had was, like, his uh, coach or someone in his corner. Mm -hmm. It just was, like, whoever's available. Mm -hmm. And they were like, is it the USC's responsibility to, like, get a better translator? Mm -hmm. And it's like, yeah. So as far as we know, or at least from what it seems, the only, like, on-staff translator they have at the moment is that guy who looks like a buff Will Forte who is very good at Portuguese and also very good at Spanish, let's be fair. Um, But he can't, like like – can't he's that all. he he's that good that they need to pay him and there's that many other like brazilian fighters and, and hispanic fighters but there's not enough korean fighters and also like what if uh joe had won and they they paid a korean translator to be on standby and they didn't have him it? like yeah, it's just yeah, things that like little tough. things like that which is like annoying too like i feel like if you're doing fucking fights at the apex where you don't have to rent out the venue you're not doing anything you know what i mean like you have that deal Get a fucking yeah. proper translator. Dude.
1: Absolutely, there's no reason to not. I mean, like, <clears throat> you know, UFC is making hand over fist money. It's a, you know, it's a very, uh, uh, you know, easy thing for them to do. It's a, another ticket. Oh, EPS is pulling up. <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny to me.
0: The way you were like, oh, and then I saw you look up, and you're like. UPS it's
1: pulling up. They said, what's up? They said, what's up with it? Um, all right. Now, let's move on to Andre Arlovsky versus Marcos Rogerio de Lima. Hey, uh, this fight, uh, I mean, Marcos just really just marched forward and really just imposed his will on uh, Andre Arlovsky. And uh, you know what I think is so funny about Arlovsky now, uh, specifically just when he gets uh, in a submission? He taps so fast it's amazing like but i mean not not in a bad way i, I think it's actually a good way it's just like yeah he, he just knows that it's not he's not getting out and like yeah. the crank that's about to happen he's not gonna try he's like i'm definitely not there's no way he
0: may to be honest with you he may be one of those guys because he's been around for so long he may be like on on a flat rate and not like show win pay structure oh wow so it's possible that he's like no, like, well, I, I'm, I'm definitely here. wrong. Don't get me wrong. He He's a competitor at heart. Like, he definitely wants to win. I'm not saying he's out there throwing fights, but I think he'd be like, well, it's not worth the effort for, like, you know, if I'm feeling pain in this joke or if I'm about to go out, like, I'm just going to tap, like, no fucking reason. Like, he's, a, he's, when he comes to, like, you know, evolving your game in the later stages, like, Andre Lovsky and, and Alistair O'Vreen have, like, written the fucking blueprint. Like,
1: yeah. No, I feel it's... like he's so,
0: um, Crafty, and he's extended his career by going to like changing camps. Like he was at Jackson Wink for a long time. And he went to American, uh, American Top Team of Florida. Mm-hmm. Just extended his career by like years. Yeah, and you love to see it. To be honest with
1: you, absolutely. Um, I mean, really fast. Uh, end of the, uh, round. I mean, I just I really want to just move quickly to the, to the Phil Haas Roman Diliase guys. Yeah, <laughs> I mean. Goodness gracious. Goodness gracious. Great balls (laughs) of fire. Popped his knee out. You know what's so crazy, too? Go ahead. Just popped his knee out and, like, (laughs) he stood him up. Bro, what is it? 30, 40 seconds later, Phil Haas was, like, very much limping on that leg and fucking gets literally dead, rung, cold, knocked out by Roman Delice. I mean, yeah,
0: I will say this is one of the fights that got spoiled for me from Dave L, which he did ask. And I was like, yeah, just go ahead. And they were talking about it. And they were like, yeah, it should have been called when his fucking heel was the other way. And <laughs> like watching it, I was like, OK, I understand why the fight wasn't stopped, actually, because yeah, Roman had him in a leg lock. Uh huh. He did sort of like
1: twist so, it hard,
0: twist it hard. And then like to to like do an anecdote within the anecdote. I remember Chael Sonnen talking about a grappling match he did, uh, I think ADCC or something, with like Craig Jones, because he was trying to get into grappling, like you know, post retirement. And like, Craig Jones, one of the best fucking grapplers in the world right now, and also like a leg lock specialist. He said Craig Jones got the leg lock, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and like he cinched it up, and Chael hadn't tapped yet, but Craig let go because he knew that there was no escape, like the way he did it, like. Chill couldn't roll out he couldn't get his knee out yeah. he, he did it in such a way that was so perfect and the ref was like what's going on here i and, and Chill was like no no he he got it like he was like he respected craig for not actually cranking it and based on the post my interview i think that's exactly what happened like roman got it and he was like okay i got it no need to rip this guy's leg off but that unfortunately that can't happen in mma like they don't have that same no
1: no dude, did you not see what happened what do you mean? No, it fucked his knee up. He, tw- he, he fucking oh. really fucked his knee up. Because, Whoa. Um, because, but, uh, but even
0: still, like he didn't tap and he didn't like a verbal tap is it was only like oh, if you say Whoa. the word tap or a squeal of anguish. And I don't think he did that.
1: No, but I, I don't think uh, I don't know what happened specifically. I mean, I have to watch it again, but I, I feel like Phil just got out of it. Um, or maybe or maybe uh, Roman heard like a pop of the knee and then he just like let go and then rolled away. And then <laughs> Phil Haas got up and was like, no, I'm still fighting. And then Roman Delizé was like, well, I might as well just fucking hit you in the chin with a fucking powerful fist and knock you out cold.
0: Yeah, that's what I was going to say. The weird thing about this for me was like Roman Delizé, <laughs> so whenever he fucking fights, I think about a tweet from Jessica Napic one time. Yeah. He was like, welcome to another edition of is Roman Delizé hot or is he gross? <laughs> Can't i think tell. about them because i look at them I'm like i still don't know the answer
1: yeah nobody does <laughs> nobody um, does but yeah but i mean he's like a
0: he's a grappler and so like whenever i think about his fights i'm like yeah he's got talent but it's in grappling like he's gonna like he's gonna clench, he's gonna grind and he's gonna get mm-hmm. these wins that way and when he didn't get the tap yeah. he went apeshit on him and like phil Hawes is a striker too like he knocked out a striker i was like this is so fucking yeah, sick, dude. Knocked him
1: out, caught like perfectly. I was like, dang. I was like, how sad for Phil Haas, but I had to deal with that knee and then get knocked out. Fuck. Anyway, I mean, good fight. Um, you know. And then now, now we're gonna move on to the main card. Um, Dustin Jacoby versus Khalil Round Roundtree Jr. Um, I watched this fight closely. Uh, for a lot of reasons, mainly because a lot of people like Dustin Jacoby won. Dustin Jacoby won. Uh, I. I too think that Justin Jacoby won, but yeah. it's not. I don't think it was necessarily a robbery, it was close. Uh, I think Khalil just kind of um uh, moved through a little bit quicker <clears throat> and like had more damage. That's about it. Like, no, sorry, um, more um, he sat down on his punches a little bit more. That's about it.
0: Yeah, I don't like, I'm not gonna cry robbery. But I do think if you if you said the word robbery, I wouldn't say you're wrong. Right, right. Because I was trying to think like, and I, and I tried to make this very clear on my my tweet that you know two people saw. <laughs> I am extremely biased. Yeah, I, I I like Justin Kobe, but he's all like, he's kind of vanilla in terms of like whatever. But his fighting style is exciting, and he's like, you know, I love his story that he came back and went to glory for kickboxing and came back to MMA, came back to UFC. I was like, okay, you know, I I can get behind that. He's like such a nice guy. He just isn't one of those guys that, like, I know nothing about, like, his personality or, like, how he is really. He just seems like seems cool and fights awesome. So I'm like, yeah, just go away. But I love Khalil Rattri. I love yeah. everything about his story, his fucking attitude, his personality. He was on an interview, like, several months ago with Ariel Hawani. I feel like after his last fight or something, mm-hmm. he talked about how he's, like, writing a comic book and they're turning it into a movie and he wants to play it. Like, I just fucking yeah. love everything about this guy. Dude, I love Khalil. But watching it objectively, I was like... Mm, biased, yeah. Like, or no, no, no. I was like, not biased. Like, take the bias out of it. Dustin Jacoby won. Like, yeah. and I don't even score fights round by round because I I hate the like scoring criteria. So if the if the argument is like, oh well, Khalil did more damage, like you'd think that my way of doing it would would say that he won. But I just was like, I don't see a world where like in the current rule set that Khalil should have gotten his hand raised. Like,
1: especially with like the all the significant strikes that were posted underneath after every round it was like very much just Justin uh Justin jacoby just lighting up khalil i mean a yeah. lot of them were leg kicks which like
0: well so, so significant strike things is like it's it's weird to me because like the judges don't see that and so it's like it's like what is what do you see what is yeah, yeah. Like, right
1: that's true yeah i mean yeah I if, if those scores weren't there I but been, regardless
0: I it was an exciting fight and like when khalil was landing i was like oh <sighs> he's fucking and like i said this too like i i kind of got the results spoiled in terms of who won but i didn't know it was a decision and i didn't know that it was like whatever so when when dustin jacoby was like lighting khalil up mm-hmm. i was like or at least you know tagging him right like landing more pushing the pace like whatever i was like Okay, so Khalil knocks him out. Like, I just kind of assumed that. I was like, okay, so when's this knockout happening? E- even when I heard the clacker, I was like, oh, this has to be it. Mm-hmm. And then when they made it to the bell, I was like, are you fucking serious? Yeah. And I, I I almost wanted to rewatch. I was like, okay, now let me rewatch an actual score. But I just didn't have the time. Like, I'm not going to go do that. I just, but I don't know. you're,
1: yeah. Your heart told you that it was Jacoby. It's weird. Like
0: I don't feel that strongly about scoring usually because, like I said, I hate the scoring system and like I usually let my bias dictate. But this time, I kind of took it out of it for some reason. And like, I just can't see. I I I don't know. I I guess we can move on. But I just wanted to say my piece about that. Like just to let people know, hey, I fucking
1: yeah, unbiasedly thought that Dustin, Dustin Jacoby won. Uh, unbiasedly, we thought that Josh Frem was going to... Uh, sorry, We thought that Traceon Gore was going to take off Josh Frem's head. Unbiasedly, everyone thought that.
0: Unbiasedly? Yes.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have no bias on that. It, he was going to take off his head.
0: Although, to be honest with you, if I'm correct, didn't Josh Frem fight... Didn't he fight Fluffy? Anthony Hernandez? Fluffy, Fluffy Hernandez? He? I'm pretty sure he did. In his UFC debut, or at least his last fight, which I thought was also his debut, and if I remember correctly, like I thought he was like out grappling Fluffy in the first round, or at least it got him in some compromising positions, and then Fluffy won by dominating more in the grappling and got the win rightfully so. But I remember thinking like, okay, this guy's gonna grapple the fuck out of Trayshawn who has no grappling, and then Treyshawn won by grappling. I was like, what? Did that? Net but it was, was the fuck that. Yeah. Dude, that's Smart one homeless. of those things where, like, it made me it made me wonder, like, okay, should you have to prove you know about chokes and when people go out and things like that to be able to get an MMA? Because I remember thinking, like, oh, this is a strong dude who grabbed the neck and strangled. I yeah, was like – That's I don't exactly know, what happened. I don't yeah. know enough about grappling to, be able to say this confidently, but I remember thinking – is there a lot of technique involved here, or is it just him fucking speed? Pure squeezing? strength.
1: Yeah, just pure strength and pure muscle on that. Especially like <clears throat> you knew it was bad when Josh uh, kicked off the, the fence uh, and was like in midair, just with his neck, like yeah. still there and just trying to kick out of the choke and could not get out.
0: It reminded um, me of uh, Misha Tate versus Rocky Pennington, except for less scary. Yeah, I mean, more scary because Misha versus Rocky was not well. It was scary. also the
1: level that he was pulling Josh Friend's head out. Like I, I don't know that that neck was really elongated. So, and uh, um, as far as like stopping choking, I don't know. Maybe, I don't know who was the was it Tayoni? I can't remember who it was. But it like, was Tyone. So we had to really like go in and look. So I don't know. It. I mean, good submission win for Trishon Gore, um, but. It was pretty pretty wild. Now I'm not gonna lie, ladies and gentlemen. I kind of uh, tuned out for these last two fights: Tim Means and Max Griffin, and the um, Waldo Cortez Acosta versus Jared Vander Vandera. I don't know how you felt about him, but I'm telling you, I was it was fine.
0: Yeah, if I'm if I'm honest with you, the, wa- the Waldo Cortez Acosta was like it was it was okay for a heavyweight fight like it wasn't wasn't great but it wasn't like amazing mm-hmm. you know for me it, for a heavyweight fight and i've got to be honest like i know there's some people listen that love heavyweight and they're like you know stand. but like if there's no finish or it's not like bigfoot silva versus mark hunt one where it's just like slobber knocker fucking just all-out war i'm not interested Unless, unless there's like a ton of like high level grappling involved, like someone like Alexander Romanov, Juan Espino, um, Alexio Olenek, like doing their fucking thing. But even that usually it's a submission, right? But like, yeah. you know, when it's just fucking two guys that are gas and sort of like slugging each other, I'm like, okay, yeah. you know. But I remember thinking it wasn't bad. It just was like nothing to write home about. Um, but the Tim Means Max Griffin one, I did like. I remember thinking like. Max Griffin, though, was like, oh, this is going to be violent, or, you know, a lot of people thought it was going to be fight of the night. Yeah. And I was like, nah. And I didn't. Like, what did, what it did? was good, It was a good fight, but I think it was like, I don't know, oh. not like what, one to write home about.
1: Oh, I keep seeing a lot of performances of the nights. There's not a lot of fight of the nights anymore. Hmm. Anyway. uh, Well, On to the main event, which I mean sucks, man. Like another main event ruined by uh injury. Uh I mean the co-main event last week um with TJ. Bro. Um but dude the video they kept that circulating of like uh of like the close-up of uh Calvin's fucking knee snapping whenever he came back, I was like, dude, this is so bad. I mean, you know, and, like, we have this, like, toughness concept and, like, I don't know, it's it's pretty bad, man. I mean, in the first round, you know, in the first, first round, it was compromise. And they were like, is his knee okay? You know, and it's like, yeah. And then, like, he does worse damage again, like, by being able to go into the second round. When are we supposed yep. to stop this stuff? I mean, like, TJ's shoulder was so far out. I mean, you saw how far out it was. And, like what are we supposed to like you know where are we at to kind of get to to make sure that these people are are protected uh from themselves because like would calvin's knee have snapped if they would have let him into that second round
0: honestly dude it's one of those things where you see the fucking knee go out, you see, or you see it buckle, and you see something happen. Like, he, where he, it was the fine knee. It was the end of the first one where he did the fine knee. When he landed down, he was like, oh. And then the ending flurry was like, okay, he's recovering. He's fighting back there. They're in like a ground and pound exchange or whatever. It's fine. But the doctor, like, didn't even really check it. It was just like, you good? Like, I was like, come on, dude. Yeah. Something more needs to happen.
1: Yeah. Just for, I mean, you know, I mean, and and this is more specific in the sense of um, the stop, the pause in the action. Uh, we should take that five minute um, recovery time for uh, dick kicks for the injuries. Like a, a, every time a a dick kick happens in the UFC, you either hear Dom or are Bisping or uh, Felder, you always hear them say, take your five minutes. They they never, they never say, they never say like, ah, it wasn't anything or anything. I mean, sometimes they do when they see the replay, but when, whenever it definitely has landed flush, they always say, take your five minutes. And I don't think I've ever seen a fighter take their five minutes. And obviously it's like a, you know, kind of continue the action and stuff like that. But something like these, these injuries that keep happening, like we need to like really get a doctor in there and take that five minutes to say, Hey, like, are you okay? Are you good? You know? And then yeah, I don't know. Could have could have saved the situation. I mean, obviously Calvin Cater's a uh you know got that dog in him. Um <laughs> uh but you know, uh Arnold Allen would've I think Arnold Allen probably still would have won. I mean he was doing really well in the first round, so um, but yeah, Calvin Calvin Cater, I feel bad for him. He's probably gonna be out for a while now, and like it's unfortunate because all of his fucking fights had been bangers, like
0: Yeah, dude.
1: I don't know. We'll we'll see. I mean, like, good job for Arnold Allen. We'll see where he goes from here. Uh, I don't know who we think. Who do you think he should fight next? Uh, Arnold Allen. Yeah.
0: Um. So here's the thing, dude. It's it's.
1: Oh, Brian would be good.
0: Well, he really should be fighting for a title. Okay. But Volkanovsky... Is going to go up to 155 pounds. Yeah. So if they're going to do an interim, which I don't even know if I love that because Vulcan obviously is super active. It just kind of depends on when they can get that Islam fight together. And like, I do, I do agree. Like, okay, interim titles are meant to be like a placeholder if the champion is injured or like can't defend for whatever reason and they need to keep the division moving. Like, okay, like, but w- when it comes to these, these double champ situations, these are extenuating circumstances. Like when the idea of an interim championship was thought up, people were not thinking about double champs and like no. the things of the way that works. So if they're going to do a double champ, it's like, okay, if you want to hit him to go up, these boys need to fight for a title. You got multiple contenders, like get Aaron hour and hour in there, get Josh Temin in there and let's let him fight for a title or something. You know, for interim title Cause then you can have a unification bout and then it sells more. Like, I don't mind that, that parody. Like, I think belts are so meaningless that it doesn't matter to me.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, people get so, like, oh, interim, well, fuck interim. Like, okay, but why not call it the number one contender belt?
1: Yeah, something else. Fighters get
0: paid more when they fight for a title. And if he's interim champion, there's a good chance he's going to get pay per view points when they do the unification bout. So shut the fuck up.
1: Yeah, I, yeah, I mean, I, I think, uh, I think Arnold Allen versus Brian Ortega would be nice. Uh, big, interesting, stylistic matchup. I agree. <clears throat> I Although nice.
0: Brian, the reason why, so, so people are talking about, yeah, oh, injury, yeah, injury. He fucking, yeah, basically, Damn. Yair won his fight over Brian in the same way that
1: Arzan Cal- won yeah.
0: Calvin. The only difference is like, it's not like, ah, dang, I, I don't then know. I, then
1: I guess Arnold Allen and Yair will probably be a good fight.
0: What about Josh Emmett? Nah, yeah, fuck Josh. Yeah. Okay.
1: I'm just kidding. Well, cool, because people
0: were talking about Josh Emmett versus Yair for the interim. Because like Yair versus Brian Ortega was supposed to kind of be a number one contender fight at the moment, and they were like, "Well, because it ended up weird." and Then you had the situation where like, "What's well, the interim with that?" Like, you know, we don't even know. Um, I also, I also feel like you could probably throw Max in there. Like yeah. If you if you want to have, I say, I say do this. I say do a little mini grand prix. I say you do Josh Emmett versus Yair Rodriguez. And you do Arnold Allen versus Max Holloway. Love it, or any combination of those, and the winners then fight for an interim. While Ooh,
1: J- Josh Emmett and Max Holloway would be very interesting.
0: I don't hate that, and Arnold versus Yeah Year, he would fuck Yeah up, dude. But
1: hmm. well, anyway, um, unfortunately, another UFC card ended with fucking injury. And now, because we don't have any questions for the forum, we're just going to go ahead and talk about what's upcoming, which is uh, Rodriguez versus Lemos.
0: Yeah, is uh, that like this weekend or that is this weekend? But... Okay, good. Because they kept doing like taking a bunch of time off and it was honestly upsetting me. All right, looking at the main card, let's see, it opens up with uh, Grant Dawson versus Mark Madsen.
1: I'm going to go with Madsen.
0: I'm going to go with Grant Dawson. I feel like he's mm-hmm. just a little more well-rounded, even though to be honest with you, sometimes Grant Dawson annoys me. And I don't know why.
1: That's it's probably a square head.
0: <laughs> Are you thinking of Drew Dober or does Grant Dawson also have a square head? I mean, he kind of does also have a square. Yeah.
1: Head. I mean Drew Dober has a fucking yeah. block block lab, you know. Literally. Um yeah. next fight you have is uh Tagir Ulenbekov versus okay. Nate Manis. I'm going with Tagir.
0: Yeah, I'm yeah. going with anyone that has their name ending in OV.
1: Yeah, I have to.
0: Unless I hate them and or think they're problematic. So until to proven otherwise, to be honest with you, he probably is fucking problematic. I just don't know about it because no one's fucking looking into the fucking personal life of Tagir Bekov. Yeah. But um, hey. I'm going to pick him.
1: <clears throat> yeah, Josh next why Priesen.
0: Have- wow. Why does his fucking tabology photo look like Michael Bisping from far away? <laughs> uh they do look kind of similar if you think about josh parisian and michael bisping if you just take their face they do kind of look yeah, similar actually you're right to but do.
1: um i'm gonna go with uh, josh parisian I, same
0: it really comes down to his interview on, on
1: on rhino's show where it was like hey um
0: i fucking play world of warcraft yeah and magic the gathering i think anyway it was a i'm really like super nerd vibes it wasn't just like like a lot of fighters play games like you know, it'll be like, you know, Ryan will ask these questions. They'll be like, what do you do in your free time, dude? And they'll be like, oh, yeah, I'm I'm gaming. And then it's like, oh, yeah, I play Call of Duty or I play the UFC game. It's like, yeah. Okay, yeah, they're, they're fucking casual. Like, that would be like the MMA equivalent of someone's like, oh, yeah, I train UFC or whatever.
1: Yeah. Like,
0: no, you don't.
1: Yeah, they're like, I do a class every week.
0: Yeah. Gym. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um... Fucking this guy's like, no, I'm fucking hardcore. I remember he's like fucking hardcore nerd vibes. And I was like. Hell yeah, dude! Need
1: more of that. Uh, next one we got uh, Neil Magny versus D. Rod. I mean, great fight.
0: D. Rod's gonna absolutely fucking murder Neil Magny. Let's Definitely got D. Rod for this Definitely one. Definitely got D. Rod. <laughs> yeah. I like Neil Magny though. I did see him at the uh, at UFC 217 when I watched it at Madison Square Garden. For, yeah. Like. People were going to, I remember being like, so like I like Neil Magny, but I don't, he's not like one of my favorites. I I would feel just so, I would feel so disingenuous. if I was like, Hey, can I get a pick? There are dudes like, Oh, it's Neil Magny, bro. And like, I saw him like getting his tickets from Will Calls stuff. And I was like, cause this is what we got as well. We we got it from Will Call. We are mm-hmm. just there picking a Will Call. And like, yo, he's clearly like just trying to be incognito.
1: Out. Yeah, exactly. Um... But I thought
0: it was interesting too. I don't know if you remember this. Do you remember seeing him in the parking lot after 199? Oh yeah, I remember we were walking to our cars, like just in like the bat, like basking in the glow of like Bisping winning the title and just being like, this is the fucking best night of our, our you know friendship lives or whatever. Like i was like that's still mad at me. <laughs> like yeah. he just had a lot of fights I've attended on both coasts, and it's so weird.
1: Yeah, it, he's, just, uh, he's just a fan. Yeah, he's but, great, He's uh, great, great but he's definitely going to gonna get fucked up. Yeah, he's definitely going to get fucked up. <laughs> he's yeah. getting fucked up. He's
0: great, but also he's going to yeah. get fucked up.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: I'll, never, I'll make sure to send him a nice eulogy.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so bad. Neil Magny, I've seen you on both coasts. Sorry that D. Rod absolutely fucked
0: you. <laughs> I just wanted to like. I'm pretty sure he has like he he grew up in New York or something like that, or he has ties to New York, but then trains in Colorado, so he definitely is like sort of bicoastal in that. Even though Colorado's not really the coast, it's mm. still more west. But as like, yeah. mm, I don't know, D. Rod, D. Rod's Cali boy actually.
1: Yeah, I know that. Um, he his uh, UFC photo. He looks really crazy.
0: Who D. Rod or or i'm looking at his um typology photo and he does look pretty crazy but also like can i not click on it i'm trying to zoom in look at this one dude look at his typology photo
1: yeah he looks pretty
0: honestly like if he posts that on social media and i was like um his friend like Um... like let's say if this was you right if you post Um... this i'd be like Damn, Leo, save some pussy for the rest of yeah, us. like fucking thirst strap, like, bro. Fucking fucking posting his third strap on his fucking tapology photo. Like, come on.
1: Absolutely. All right, and then we got for the main event, Marina Rodriguez versus Amanda Lemos. Marina
0: Rodriguez versus Amanda Lemos. Wow, you're fucking nailing the pronunciations today, dude. Not only, only those with... two, but Ulan Bekov. you know. I was like, damn, dude. Yeah, bro. I'm fucking rubbing off on you.
1: What's up? Sus. Sus- <laughs> Stupid. I was uh, not ready for that. All right, uh... I'm going with uh, Marina Rodriguez. I don't think I don't think that the I don't think Amanda Lemos is going to handle the Brazilian power that the other uh, Brazilian has.
0: Yeah, I'm going with Ma- Marina Rodriguez as well. Um, Amanda Lemos is good, but I feel like she's had some suspect wins where like. Did she go to a decision with with Angela Hill? I think I was like, I think Angela Hill won. Mm-hmm. And I know there's some fucking haters that are like, oh yeah, Angela Hill with split decisions, like people always say. But like, dude, I I legitimately think she gets robbed a lot of the time.
1: She does, and it's true. She really actually does. And sometimes there's they're close enough, enough to where where, where did, it's yeah. like, okay, close fights, no robbery, but
0: like, I still scored it for Angela yeah. Hill, and I still get mad at it. I can't, I can't not get mad.
1: Yeah, but yeah, that's uh, that's this weekend. Um... And then next weekend is going to be 281. Uh, looks looks like a pretty decent card. Anyway. Uh, all right. Well, Juice, uh, that's the end of our episode. Pretty short one. Uh, we kind of just did in, did our business. No fussing around. Uh, you can follow me at leogh2113 on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, send me an email at Gmail with the same handle. I guess <laughs> um, do that and have fun. And then um, yeah. And just going to shout out our patrons uh, that we get from Patreon. Thank you all for uh, still subscribing to us. Thank you for listening to our, our, our jargon, you know, thank you. Thank you. From yeah. All of us.
0: Thank you for, for following. I'm going to shout thank out you the patrons. You can follow, you can follow the podcast at friendly spar pod on Twitter and Instagram. And as of, you know, a couple months ago, those are the only social media accounts that I have ever, um, except for I do have, uh, another Twitter account that some people know about. And if you want to know about it, you can DM me. Right. Although I feel like I put that out there and like, I never get any bites on it. And so I don't know if people are like joking, like they think I'm joking or they just don't know. Like, I don't know. Anyway, (laughs) here we go. (laughs) I'm, like, drunk enough that I'm just, like... I almost said the ad, too. I was, like, you can yeah, follow it me at, at. <laughs> fucking a. Okay, so f- shout-out to all the patrons. APB, one of the people that reached out about my fucking terrible <laughs> experience. <laughs> so shout-out to APB. Shout-out to Sandy Pants. Shout out to Sandy- <laughs> I feel like I want to say something nice about every patron, dude. Sandy Pants and I share a mutual, like, obsession for, like mental illness (laughs) okay cool (laughs) when i say that i mean like i'll I'll, sometimes i'll find these accounts like there's this dude that i i used to follow well i probably still do i just haven't seen his tweets in a long time i don't know if he's around anymore but like he used to be literally obsessed with trying to fight conor mcgregor and at one point he was like a big fan of conor mcgregor too where he'd be like oh yeah conor mcgregor from luca ireland which like no one fucking says luca like that's Mm -hmm. like that's like you you're really a fan that's like me when I was on uh, Eddie's show, and, I, and he was like, What is GSP's hometown? And I was like, Saint Isidore, Quebec, like without even fucking flinching. I was like, I love GSP, bro. Mm-hmm. This is that motherfucker being like, Oh, Luca, Ireland. It's fucking on Connor's nutsack. And he would tweet him every day because I think he's he's in Florida. And and this is when Connor, remember when he went to Miami and he smashed that dude's cell phone? He was like, I'm, oh, yeah. he's training. I want to fight Connor McGregor. I'm trying to fight Connor McGregor. Like every fucking day, he would DM me. He'd be like, Hey, can you retweet my tweet about trying to fight Connor? I'm like, No, <laughs> you're not fucking fighting Connor McGregor. Anyway, I said, like, I was Sandy. We should laugh at this fucking dude every day. And recently, Sandy was like, I found another one. <laughs> Oh, no. like, I sort of forgot that we shared that mutual obsession, but anyways, yeah. I fucking love Cindy Pants and her man's Tom. So shout out to uh, shout out to both of them. Wow. Shout out to Alex from Jersey. Uh, I love um, the interactions that we've had so far. Just uh, just talking about fucking chill vibes and everything. T Cross, you guys know how I feel about T Cross, dude. Yeah. Um, I I feel like maybe newer patrons don't don't know um and like don't know what T Cross is, um. But he's been on he's been on the show a couple times and like the story is that i moved to new jersey and like i i literally remember this it was so crazy i i moved to new jersey the night that we got in town was the night of the i want to say ufc 216 it was it was dj versus ray borg and tony versus kevin lee and uh uh the next day or or a few days later it was a, it was some it was very recently after that fight um my brother-in-law had a muay thai class at this gym in kingsburg which is not that far from us mm-hmm. and he needed a ride and i was like yeah i'll go check it out And like i literally stayed to like watch him do class and like i remember them talking about i remember t cross being like yo did you guys see that arm bar from dmitch johnson like it was fucking crazy he's next level and they were just talking about it and like he was the only dude to like Say what's up to me. He came over, and yeah. like, "Hey, what's up? I'm Tom." Like he just came up, and I was like, "Oh yeah, what's up, dude?" And then like fl- fast forward, like two years later, well, yeah, maybe a year and a half, two years later, he tweeted at me. He was like, yo, friendly sparring. Well, actually, this is one of the FWM days. He was like, yo, FWM, are you in Jersey? Like, I'll drive to you. I'll, I'll be on your show. And I was like, I DM'd him. I'm like, bro, we've met before. Do you not remember? Like, I just, I remember kind of out of the blue. I was like, oh, shit, that's that's the guy I met at the gym. And then, like, since then, we've grown this relationship. I've been on his show when he used to have one, which mm-hmm. I, I miss greatly. I don't know why he stopped doing it. So I, I definitely understand that. But, um, you know, he's been on the show a few times and he will be on in the, in the future. I have no doubt. Very high chance um, of that, yeah. So shout out to Fee. I literally oh. have to do every patron, so I make sure I oh. to not leaving it or not.
1: Okay. You said shout out to T-Cross. Then you said shout out to Fee. Now oh, because I'm thinking about the next name. Oh, no, I'm I'm
0: going to name, the, the list. So yeah, shout out to T-Cross. And then uh, next one list is Fee. You know, uh, Fee's a very good friend of mine. We literally talk every day. Like every single day we talk. And so she's a great friend of mine. Um, uh, Dave L is, you know, good friend of yours in real life becoming and a friend of mine becoming a great friend of all becoming of becoming the text, fucking yeah. champion of the fight big league like Dave L is the fucking man oh, jimmy yeah. the drunk is a fucking incredible support of this podcast has been for a really long time and mm-hmm. you know we really appreciate the hell out of jimmy the drunk i used to call him and leave uh, voice messages too and it would be like his girl and i would be like yeah dude <laughs> just like a fun voice it was just funny uh mixed a man um incredible human being, incredible friend has been really inactive on Twitter lately. And I was like, I am almost like, what are you doing? But I don't know anonymous. And I, I will say, say like, much. like I said, I'm not going to, I'm I'm not going to say any identifying factors, dude. And like I said, I don't know if like anonymous listens much. Cause I, I've said on the podcast, like, Hey, anonymous, <sighs> do you want to be in the Twitter circle? And like, I don't even get a no, I, I get like no response. I'm like, okay, dude, you know, that's fine. But like anonymous is, uh, Someone whose tweets I enjoy, and just whose general like presence on the timeline I appreciate. So, want to shout out uh, to uh, Anonymous, David Everett. I love, first of all, I love David Everett's like handle, Pulp Fiction mm-hmm. buff. I think it is just off the top of my head. Yeah, I remember being like Pulp Fiction buff. Is he just, like, a super fan of the movie Pulp Fiction? I just, like, I don't know. I just love everything about it and just his general vibes and approach to everything. Um, Wholesome MMA, our girl Pamela, at one point was MMA Astrology. And I still mm-hmm. think about that, too, because she would do, like, breakdowns of um, people's horoscopes and things like that. Yes. And, like, things like that. And I'm just more like, Jessica Knapek does on, like, CME sometimes will do, like, Crystal Keys to Victory. Mm-hmm. She'll post about like, you know, crystals and like, oh, amethyst and yeah whatever. And like Pamela would do that for, but do it based on horoscopes too. And I'd be like, this is interesting. Like, I definitely don't think astrology is real. Like I'm, mm-hmm. I'm a super non-believer, super skeptic about it. But super like the way yeah. she would be, get so into it, I'd be like, okay, mm-hmm. yeah, I like that. Um, Brian Pichet, obviously we've we've mentioned this man on the podcast so many times. Dude, I'm not gonna just say like gloss over that just because of that fact, but like you guys know how I feel about like his content. Like I literally can remember like all my acting teachers would be killing me because I said like on this podcast. No joke, about 50 times Here probably. We Here we are. But Brian Pichet, the first time I, I got a follow from him, it was like senior editor at game informer, and I was like this yeah. is a joke this yeah. is a joke like i listen i i used to subscribe to game Informer magazine as a kid like yeah i was like yo senior i probably one of those people like the following for engagement or whatever like sure i'll uh-huh. follow back and then tweeted me one time about something i said in the podcast i was like are you fucking serious yeah he's legit following me and then when he started doing the podcast i'm like i really hate the twitter algorithm sometimes because it, it i miss tweets that i all i see is tweets of people from people that i hate to be honest with you i'm always like not not really like literally but like it's always random tweets and like i miss some good tweets so like maybe i shouldn't be upset about people missing my tweets because i obviously miss a lot of tweets too but Mm -hmm. um uh a good another friend of the podcast who's literally the next patron on the list Nobby buckles Mm -hmm. um is they're both patrons Dave uh, brian and dave are, are both uh patrons of the uh cme and uh, but nobby buckles had called out on the cme live chat one time about brian chase podcast all things nintendo and i was like are you fucking serious he started the nintendo podcast and i missed it mm-hmm. and i tuned into the first episode well i tuned into the most recent episode at that time he was like five or six episodes in so i didn't miss a ton but i was like right away hooked and went back and listened to the first five or whatever the ones i missed haven't missed an episode have not missed yeah. an episode so we really love brian and his content and obviously, Nobby Buckles is a great uh, human being to have on the timeline, and obviously, like uh, on the Patreon too, like he will be. The jokes he makes in the Fight Pig League too is like, <laughs> like when someone pointed out that all the days were winning, he'd be like hashtag Dave Supremacy <laughs> It just yeah. made people laugh.
1: Dude.
0: Um, Supermanly Nick is someone who I just adore too because, um like, you know, I've been following Supermanly Nick when they used to be called someone else mm. too. And when, when they became Nick and I met, met Nick in person too. When I met him and his girl and his dad, and I was just like, this is, uh, this is great. I just was so happy too. And I met, I met, I went up with Sandy and Isha and, and, and Supermanly Nick, there was supposed to be more Houston homies too. And they, they weren't able to make it, but happens. I think about that, that trip to Houston as being one of like the best trips I've taken in like years. Oh yeah, like I wish it had lasted longer too. I was about to say something out of pocket too, but anyway, yeah, it's okay. Great, not not about nature, just about the trip. There's something that happened on the trip where I was like,
1: "Okay, I'll
0: tell you off off camera, off Thanks, mic, but...
1: whatever." Oh,
0: um, David S. David S. is a awesome human being and is kicking fucking ass on the five pick championship. To be honest with you guys, I'm so behind on.
1: <laughs> on on the score, on points. I remember <laughs>
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna be an asshole for a second because I'm a little bit tipsy. Obviously, feeling this prosecco as I take another drink.
1: Yeah, please.
0: I remember like asking you one time, "Hey, can I, I'm I'm so behind and I just don't have time. Can you add up the score?" And like so many people were like, oh, "I think you got my points wrong." <laughs> so like I can't. I I was like, "Yeah, sure. Yeah, you definitely can't
1: trust me to ever do it again. I can't, and definitely not try to catch up. Yeah, and definitely not try to catch up. (laughs) Because like the numbers, I'm just like, wait, what? I know, and then then...
0: it's hard. I know.
1: It's not. It's not that it's hard. It's just like I'm just. I'm just like, okay, fifteen. Okay.
0: Because you have to really like, even if I, if if even the times that I watch the fights live and I do it the next day." You literally have to have the results up because I remember one time I, I I I tied the results and I could have sworn maybe because I was thinking like this like certain person was known for their submissions mm-hmm. and I thought they won by sub but they actually won by decision or knockout or whatever and like someone who got it correct was like hey I should have more points what the fuck and I looked back and I was like oh my god I uh, so I literally had to like take points away from people and then recalibrate. I was so like, what? so even, since then, I always triple check. Yeah. And it's, and it's so hard. But, um, shout out, shout out to David S. Shout out to d Kronz, dude, just been such a great friend of the podcast. Has sent in probably more voice questions than most people. Like, not definitely not the most of all time. That might actually be Seth, even though he's not a patron. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just going to give an extra shout out to Seth. because Yeah. Not on the list, but um, in terms of that, or obviously Rhino is, is a ton as well. But like, I think Seth was listening way back in the day before Rhino. So I don't know. Um, Harry Andrew, obviously we love Harry Andrew. Um, I literally followed him because his bio was like a Harry Potter quote, and I was like,
1: "Fuck yeah, dude!" Got to follow. Him. I've been on is. his
0: his show a couple times. You know, we love Harry Andrew. Cakes, cakes mm-hmm. is like one of the only people uh, in Twitter who I've like thought about meeting in person, and like you've met up with her yeah. as well. Nice. And, uh, you know, so we're big fans of Cakes over here. Haven't heard from in a while. Cakes, if you're listening, hope you're doing well.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, QAR, much love to QAR. You know, battling a lot of health stuff right now. And so obviously sending a lot of our healing vibes your way. Dash. Dash is someone who I literally can't get enough of on the timeline on Patreon. Just like one time Sandy... So Sandy Pants will post about the the Five Pickle sometimes, which I very much appreciate. That's and some true. people will be like, huh? And she'll yeah. be like, on Friendly Sparring Patreon. And she'll tag me. And like some people are like, oh, got to get on that. And they never do. Yeah, Dash, man. like right away, immediately signed up for the Patreon and started listening to the podcast too. Like just an incredible human being. And like, I love their tweets, just their vibe and just everything. Dash, I'm a big fan of. Especially, in a, I think in their bio is like, Black Peach Enjoyer. Just, like, those three words, like, love those three words. We get <laughs> the bias just black peach enjoyer. I just, yeah, I can't get enough of that. You can't. Um, and then Zim, you guys have heard me uh, lament about Zim. Literally been listening to this podcast longer than anyone, except Leo. Like, you, you're literally the only person, like, at this point since you, do you listen to the show back or no? You used to, I don't know if you still do.
1: I, I, no.
0: So he's at this point listening to, more episodes. to more episodes, absolutely. Yeah, then then you'd be just because he listened to every MMO episode, absolutely, Which you yeah. did also, but again, yeah. that's what that's what I was like. You're the only one that could kennel, and probably every every FWM episode, and definitely yeah. every you know friendly sparring. You know, we definitely love Zim. Um yeah. Just a big supporter of the show from. I, from day one, but like from before day one, because yeah. from before this show existed, he was supporting me. So, oh yeah, you know, we have to throw some love Zim's way, and that's the fucking show, dude.
1: Yeah, thank you all for listening. Uh, I don't know. We got to think of an episode title. We'll think of one. I might have how about
0: fucking plate. sappy for no reason? Oh wow. <laughs> no. How about how about don't do edibles? Yeah, yeah,
1: no. How about?